You're listening to episode 23 of Wine and Cheese, the podcast about whiny records and cheesy movies. I'm Joey. I'm Mike. Tyler. <laughs> uh, this week we got a real doozy for you. <clears throat> We've got the third studio album by American rock band Thursday, War All the Time, off of Island Records in the year 2003. Mixed with Morgan Creek Productions and Warner Brothers' 1998 movie that is all about fear, Soldier. Isn't that fun? I think Joey's taking a picture of me right now. Or he's taking a video. I don't know. Should we take it again? Nope. <laughs> um, I think I was covering the microphone up on my phone by accident. Uh, that's all good. That's okay. Take it again. Here we go. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like the way I said it anyway. Um, so yeah, so we're doing those two things. Um, and I'd like to just give you a little preview of things to come. Uh, you may have heard this once before on the podcast, but I think it bears repeating. So here we go. Soldier is Kurt Russell. He is chosen from a group of babies to be raised raised from children to be the best soldiers you can imagine. Constant, constant training until they're adults, so they're ready for war. They go through they go through war forever until they're about 40. Then out of nowhere, their superiors bring them a genetically modified group of super soldiers that replace them. Long story short, Kurt Russell goes against the best of the the upper class of these soldiers. They fight till what is seemingly the death. Kurt Russell gets thrown out into the trash, gets sent to a trash, an actual trash planet, which is a colony of Earth far away. Turns out he's not dead. But, but this, genetically group, this genetically engineered group shows up. They want to have practice against the people of this planet. Kurt Russell says, nah, not going to happen. Covertly comes in there, starts taking motherfuckers down. These guys with severe genetics, doesn't matter. You can't match Kurt Russell's training. You know what he's going to do? You go in the water, you start wading through water four feet deep, he pops out, stabs you in the face with a bowie knife. Na- name it. Name a way to get killed. He'll do it to you in that movie. That's all I gotta say. No spoilers. I like name a way to get killed. <laughs> I also love that that was recorded uh, well. Someone did karaoke of Linkin Park in the background. <laughs> well, was that like five months ago I did that? I don't know. It was a long time ago. And Who I'm was so that happy. guy in that recording? What an idiot. <laughs> That's true. Oh, boy. Yeah, um, pretty much spot on. All right, Tyler, you've got free reign. Talk about Thursday's world all the time in the same manner. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't possibly can't do, that. do it. Um, all right. Well, so, Joey, what have you been listening to, man? Um, that new Brian Jonestown Massacre record so is really amazing. And then I've been listening to this band called Idols. Have you heard them? I-D-L-E-S? Yeah. They're sick. They're they, awesome. They sound like Viagra Boys or something like that almost Yeah, kind of like that. They got like a little bit of that. They got a little bit of like fucked up. They got a little bit of like piss jeans. Mm-hmm. Like it's really cool. Yeah. I love those two records a lot. Totally. Like yeah. I feel I really miss the boat. They have cool music videos. They have a really cool KEXP performance. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, of that song, Never Fight a Man with a Perm. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and then <laughs> which is a great song title. Yeah, uh, there's they have a music video of a guy in a ski mask just eating uh, hard boiled eggs out of a big mixing bowl. He's got like two oh. dozen eggs, and oh. the whole video is just one shot of the guy eating the eggs. No, it's okay. disgusting. No. <laughs> they also kind of sound like um, Ice Age a little bit. Yeah, Ice yeah, Age it's just like, like really like I don't even know how to Viagra describe boys. it, but yeah, it's really great. Yeah, I'm uh, into that for sure. What do you listen to, Tyler? Um, so, um, as the weather is getting better, I get more into extreme music again. So I was revisiting, uh, August Burns Red's Thrill Seeker and I went back to the original Fall of Choice self-titled. Ooh. Um, and then, uh, to ca- completely counteract that, I was listening to at work, um, is, is his name So George? S-E- Sue George. Sue George. Yeah. Uh, he does the David Bowie acoustic covers yeah. in Portuguese. I've been listening to like all those a bunch the past two days. Those are cool. Nice. I, I asked my coworker, I was like, hipster, not hipster, David Bowie, but in Portuguese acoustic. He's like, that I think is a stupid ass question. I think at the time, yes, but I think now, if you're like still rocking it, then you're in the clear. All right, you're cool. Good, I mean, yeah. it's gorgeous. Yeah. And it's because I can't sing along to it because I don't know Portuguese. It makes it easier to have it on the background while working. 
Makes sense. It's always funny to try and sing along to like syllables. Like there's a song in French on the 500 Days of sound- Summer soundtrack that I try. Calcul the- Maldi by uh, Carla Bruni. Ooh, the other one. She, I think she does two. Oh, oh yeah. Maybe I could be wrong. I don't know. Uh, the, yeah. That one that I'm thinking of is gorgeous. Yeah, that's the one that was like a letter written to her father, who was like a. No, it was written for her. It was a love letter for her, and she turned it into a song. But isn't her? Uh, it doesn't. Who knows? Never mind. She's an interesting life. Story. Yeah, she was like a like a, an empress or something. Well, she's married to the ex prime minister of France, I believe. Yeah, Mike. That stupid idiot. That's what I was gonna. <laughs> my second guess. She's, she's also, I think, a, an heiress to some Italian fortune. A terrorist. Yes. Oh, Jesus. I don't know that's that well. She could be. <laughs> not um, good. Yeah, that's not good. I've what's, been what's listening the terror to level at these. <laughs> Mike, what are you listening to <laughs> other than us? Threat level midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to that The Void, uh, The Faith Split a lot. Cool. That's so Classic. good. Classic. Yeah. What uh, side? Uh, both. Pick a I side. Mean, I, I'm, I'd go with The Void side, but The Faith side's really cool too. Yeah. Different. Both sick. Um, I've also been listening to the Flex. Do you know that band? They're from England. I remember them. They're sick. Damn. They just came back last year. You're rocking. I've been right rocking, now. dude. You've been rocking a little <laughs> bit. <Fucking> rocking. <laughs> You've been fucking rocking a little well, bit. Let dude. me take it back down for. I've been listening to Natural Child. <laughs> that band's cool. They're really cool. They're kind of like a Grateful Dead inspired new band. I wish they were still around. I've never got to see them, but they're really cool. And then uh, lastly, the mo- the new Movie Life albums like two years old, but it's, it's oh, how was that? We pretty, talked it's, about it's that a while bad. back, kind of. It's good I that think it started, was out. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we'd listened to it yet, but uh, yeah. I listened to them on that Going Off Track podcast because uh, I really like that podcast a lot, and uh, they give a whoa, <laughs> switching hands. Hey. <laughs> they, uh, they, oh god, sorry. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> that's gonna be a nightmare to edit out. <laughs> they, uh, don't 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 edit. <laughs> they were talking about just how they wrote it, kind of like pretty pretty bare bones and fil- fleshed it out in the studio and stuff. And I don't, it sounds it's pretty good. It's pretty on track with all their other stuff. <laughs> Flushed cool. it out. Flesh. Flushed or flesh? Flesh. Flushed that, it out would be bad. They flushed it away. Flesh means you add flesh to the bones oh, of the no. song. Flushed it out is good. You get you, you flush it out I of your like system. Flushing and, is good. Yeah, you get it into the music flushing out of your system. sounds bad. So if it's the bare bones and you add flesh to it, you fill it out. You make it sound better. No. Mm. All right, let's, this podcast is over. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Cinepunks. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> uh Cinepunks is sick. Um, anyways, mm-hmm. whatever. Thursday. Right. Should we talk about Thursday? We can talk about Thursday. Yeah. Okay, cool. It is currently a Thursday. Um, Thursday is an emo band according Whoa, I just to checked band emo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just checked? <laughs> did, did you not know what day it was? <laughs> it's uh, almost 10 p.m. I You're listening to this on a Thursday. Yeah. this on a Wednesday. So they are an emo band. They are an emo band according to isthisbandemo.com. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. For sure. That's all you got? I mean, what else do you want to know? Some facts? Uh, yeah, what, what's me. your guys' like like history with them? Uh, this is... Thursday might be the first emo band I ever listened to. When I was in mm-hmm. like 7th or 8th grade, Steve, our friend Steve... I'll give his full name, Steve Wood. Hey, Steve. Hey! If you're listening, thanks for listening. He played this for me. He played uh, Paris and Flames, and he was like, this is cool. And he kept saying emo, and then my friend made fun of it and called it Elmo. It's like, damn, dude. These, yeah. are like, these are older kids. You gotta be cool around these guys. Yeah, the older <laughs> kids, they would say Elmo or Emu. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, um, we get it. Yeah. But no, um, this band's sick. Yeah, I, I hit this album really hard in like late middle school, early high school. Yeah, same. And then, like, I haven't listened to this in a long time. But Wait, you hit this album in late middle school? I don't think it came out until what, like 2003 or three. four? Three? Yeah, true. I, yeah. Went, to high are, school. I are, went to high school in 2005. You are younger than me. So, yeah, yeah it makes sense. Yes. <clears throat> to me, it, it was like a very high school. It was like my freshman year, I guess, or sophomore year. Yeah, you're you're older than me. That's true. Mm. I I, it, <laughs> I can th- I learned how to draw the Thursday morning dove, and I drew it on my Yahtzee card a lot when I play Yahtzee with my family. That's my that's my very specific memory of this album. <laughs> and and your dad's like, pretty oh, sure that goes against that's the cool rules. As shit, Mike. That <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> goes against the rules of Yahtzee. Uh, of Yahtzee. How? Wait, what rule? You always got to scribble. You're supposed to write numbers down. You always got to scribble in your scorecard. <laughs> you have a lot of downtime between turns. Um, I was surprised to find out Rob Doby did not do the artwork for this album. Really? That? It seems like a prime. Oh, he, he was did, like Armor for Sleep's album. He, oh, does, he did like, all those. He all the full bleed shirts. Okay. Oh, yeah. the full bleed stuff was great. This shit. Yeah. Yeah. This, yo, he was doing the side graphics. That was I, awesome. Yo, I had the one with the, the bombs or something with like the something flying out of somebody's head. 
Oh, the blowing her head off and yeah. butterflies coming out. I had one. I had that one. I had, I had, I had one tan. of those too. Yeah, cool. yeah. I had that same one. I had that one. Yeah. yeah. I used to turn yeah. his uh, shirts into MySpace backgrounds for my friends. Yeah. Like a toad in high school. Hell yeah. yeah, dude. I think you did uh, that HTML. You did yeah, for me uh, hidden, uh, hidden in plain view. Hell yeah! Whoa. Yeah. Maybe one for Nick once too. Hell Yo, yeah! You need a MySpace layout. <laughs> I know a guy. He got you. They cost twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> There's a. Did really you ever charge for them? No, it was just for my friends. <laughs> DIY baby. I paid you twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> I had to steal and, that from my parents. So it was a big thing. For, look at it. It's coming. It's paying itself uh, <laughs> off in speed. Dividends. Dividends. <laughs> Division Street. Um, I, there's a really long quote from Jeff about the album about how the, it's it's about uh, the violence and grace and the duality between the two and romantic and cliches and Bukowski and I'm just not going to read it because it's really really long. Yeah, don't yeah. don't do it. Yeah, <clears throat> I think that was a more interesting way of telling people uh, what Jeff Rickley had to say very poignantly. <laughs> how do you feel about Jeff Rickley rocking the middle part hair until late into the twenty tens? <laughs> he might still be doing it. Yeah, I saw uh, him. He is more of like just like the. Like the shaggy now. Yeah. Like the short shaggy though, kind of. Like the trimmed shaggy. I saw him when he was in that all whole, right. like, he started that record label and the guy, Martin Shkreli, funded it and it, like, collapsed all yeah. in the same week that, like, I saw him at that, no, his, he was in a band called No Devotion and they played Philly at, like, one of the first shows at the Foundry and I, a friend of mine, like, knew the band that he was playing with so introduced me to Jeff and he was, he, like, poured his whole heart out about the whole situation it was a real bummer he had like a really shitty to you couple months yeah to like my friend and, and me and yeah. i was just like whoa dude like that definitely i really just sucks. met you and you're kind of like oversharing but <laughs> that's i feel like that's just kind of who he is maybe yeah, yeah. pretty hard on the sleeve kind of guy cool. but he was yeah he was a really nice guy he was really really cool i saw them play this record like a month ago and uh yeah it was his birthday oh sick and they brought out like a pinata and shit that's and, awesome like, that's he cool. hit it and did he count down everybody from- every but it was really annoying because like between every song there'd be like somebody in the background going happy birthday jeff <laughs> oh god uh, it he, was like obnoxious did he yeah. do like the uh <laughs> the uh like new year's eve countdown before he hit the the pinata don't they do that for like jet black new year oh they yeah. Do that? yeah uh i forget did he but- smash the shit out of it no, it's kind of weak. Really? Honestly. So I was gonna say, I feel like people underestimate the fact. I think that it pin- took a couple of hits. Did it? Oh, yeah. All right, that's yeah. I just pinatas. I feel like are made for children, and then when an adult <laughs> man hits it, it should definitely just disintegrate. I think it was like the second hit, actually. Now you're <clears> just <throat> lying. Yo, talking them up. <laughs> what do you think Thursday's biggest song is? I like. As I was listening to the album, I was like, for the workforce, drowning is a big one. Off from this record or in the, general? It's just in general. Yeah. I think it's uh, understanding, understanding a, a car crash. Understanding a car crash. Really? Yes. Yeah. Not Paris or Cross Out the no. Eyes? No. I'm going to look at Spotify. I would almost say understanding. 100% understanding. I agree yeah. wholeheartedly. Yeah. That, that, one's one. got, that one's got three times as many listens as the I'm actually a little second. shocked that War All the Time is number two. Yeah. Because yeah. that one's like the slow, sad piano song, right? I mean, that no. Yeah. We're all the time. The wow. song is oh, that's falling probably down. my favorite Thursday song though. Cool. Uh, mine's absolutely understanding in a car crash. Don't care from front running. It's so good. Yeah, oh, it's great. To, that was like my introduction to them for sure. Oh yeah, punk rock vids used to do "Standing on the Edge of Summer" at the end of a lot of their videos too. I feel like okay. that, that's like embedded in the back of my mind. Right. Signals for the workforce. that song counting five four three two one is pretty good as far as like a later cut goes. Yeah, so they made demos right after this album came out. They demoed that third album really hard. They released like five demos. Mm-hmm. Uh, counting five four three two one was one of them. Uh, Telegraph Avenue Kiss was one, and that demo is so much cool. I'll really, I'll share it with you yeah, guys if I can that's find it. Me that. uh, it's really, really cool. It's just more stripped down. Weird that the uh, Buzzcocks Tony Mer- <laughs> Tony Hawk's American Wasteland covers it's in the top ten songs on Spotify. Ever fallen in love? Oh. I guess maybe like when the dude died, people were listening to that a lot or something. Could be. But, I made uh, a Tony Hawk. Yeah, when Tony Hawk died, <laughs> no, it was I, the I guy from the Buzzcocks. Uh, Tony Hawk's American Wasteland has a really sick soundtrack, and I. It's like all covers it's of okay. classic songs. Yeah. But I, what I did is I made the the real version oh, you, of all the classic bands. Oh, it. cool. And that cool. one's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's Yo, is it weird we gave the uh, drunk synopsis a soldier before the album? Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we probably should have waited for that, but yeah, that's, that's all right. Fine. We have we have other things to, to get that to. post. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, let's play a song off this album. What do you think? Should we yeah. play? Should, let's play Division Street. Every teen drummer can. That play was a pretty intro. like big song for them too. I, I feel like this is when they probably still play live, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, when I saw them, they played the whole record. So, oh, <laughs> it's got some real uh, Miserloo vibes. But they in the do. Beginning. The last little, couple, last couple times I've seen them, they do play this song for sure. Hell yeah! I feel like this is a big one. 
I had like a cool live CD around the time this record came out from like Revolver magazine with like some of these songs on it. Yeah. There's a cool, um, I don't know if it's a, it might be like a bootleg or something, but I feel like it was pretty popular. There was Thrice and Thursday played the, it was called like Live at the Apple Store. Okay. And Thrice played Acoustic in LA. Uh, Thursday played live at, in New York at an Apple store and they made like I don't know if it ever I remember trying release, to find videos of that before YouTube existed and it yeah. was fucking impossible yeah it was pretty cool though I, I mean, had like they, a WinMX like Kaza video that took me like a whole day to download <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, it was recorded by a guy named Sal Villanueva remember that from the, save, the Take Me Back Sunday episode yeah he, he had a did. song called he The Ballad of one. Sal Villanueva well he recorded that right yeah yeah mm-hmm. all your friends or something probably like yeah his, yeah um, what do you think of the, the length is 41 minutes I think that's good for 11 I mean, it's songs it's very good it's pretty big. yeah um, do you have any of your guys favorite no. songs I'm a huge signals over the air guy that, that sounds, sounds great love yeah. that so I, I mean I'm, I'm a sucker for guitar riffs and that's something about cool. the beginning riffs are just so neat I'm they, gonna save that for the one of the intro, like the transition or something. Yeah, they cool. um, I don't know. They they're 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 very creative guitar players for especially this yeah, time for being totally. like a third wave third wave emo band. Everyone was just kind of doing like the standard. Someone does power chords and then the, another guy just does like noodle little yeah, little riffs over it that aren't even that crazy. These guys were like definitely way they more have, like, creative. A good harmony and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You, you saw a lot of good guitar work. You didn't see in other bands that yeah. were doing the same like genre at the time. Yeah, I don't know this, if I. Okay, sorry. I was just gonna say, like, a lot of bands are associated with the time period and with this band are like garbage. But Thursday yeah. is so good. They hold. I yeah. feel like they were popular kind of right from the get go too, because they yeah. were kind of the real deal. They were, and I feel yeah. like Jeff yeah. from doing. They weren't shows, like a scene band. I no. don't think they were like they're legit. Tell that to every scene that. kid I went to high school. With. Exactly. That's the thing, though. Like, yeah. I think Jeff like did house shows. I, th- I think he lived in like New Brunswick, and I think he did like house shows when he was like in college and as a young kid. I feel like he was into cool shit when he was young. So I feel like people yeah. were kind to him in return, and that kind of helped exposure for the band at least. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I don't know if I told this story on the podcast yet, but uh, a friend of mine, her sister, played in a band with one of the guys that's in Thursday, like the one of the guitarists or something like that, Tucker maybe. Okay. And she was like, Oh, I'm going to see this band tonight if you want to come and I was like, Yeah, sure and I got there, it was like Thursday and it was their last show. It was like with their last Philly show or something like that. It was oh, one, wow. one of their last two or three shows. And it was sick. It was really, really great. That when was, was probably two thousand thirteen or fourteen. Like they okay. broke up right around All then, right. I think. Yeah. Um but yeah, it was really cool. To answer your question, I think it's Sleep in the Chapel is my, my favorite song off the album. That oh really? This one right here. If you like guitar work, cool guitar intro. Yeah, this one's pretty cool. It's like a sleeper. They do a lot of like neat staggered like um, chord rhythms, like syncopated. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they just don't do the standard just strum four four, you know. Well, ex- here they are, but <laughs> but it's it's <laughs> other times they don't. Except yeah. like when they do. You know, immediately when I'm done the sentence, they do the thing I say they're not doing. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> a nice Lou Reed reference in this song. They say white light, white heat. Cool drumming in this one too. The drums sound phenomenal on this album, and you can f- hear that in Signals over the air <laughs> in the intro. Yeah, Signals is. Cool. Did you watch the video for Signals? That video is great. I did like for very two thousand three. But fun thing with um, kick Signals, drum. Mike is uh, here's another esoteric thing after the uh, Mike Paul Stout thing. <laughs> we had the guitar <laughs> teacher named Tom Grice. Oh, goose. Uh, that we both went to back in high school, and this was one of the early songs I had him teach me because he was a oh, fun, cool. fun guitar teacher. And this is before everything was just on the internet. Could he like learn stuff by ear? Yeah. So a lot yeah. of lessons that like you would just be like, I want to learn this song, and then he would listen to it and teach you the part like within like ten seconds. That's awesome. Yeah. And then it's um, cool. It was a good way to learn. You, you learned yeah. a lot of really cool because like a lot of songs as you brought them in, you got more into like more intricate songs, and he yeah. would learn them, and then you would learn guitar techniques through. The songs you're learning but it was super fun because you're like i want to learn this song not yeah just this stupid song book that you're giving yeah me, or, like in or something yeah, yeah. so I it was re- really fun i remember i brought in an acoustic song one time and he's like dude this is not he's like this is surprising you're usually, I, like i'd bring in, like, yeah. metal or whatever i'm like i want to learn this song i like brought an acoustic <laughs> yeah. song he like made fun of me one time <laughs> yeah cool. sp- speaking of thrill seeker and follow true i took him multiple songs from both he's, <laughs> he's like all right do you play that one follow troy songs like you know the one? All, all those uh, <laughs> like you're, the you're hit thinking of uh i just got the, the symphony F- going the fp oh, it's gep 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 remix or whatever not the, the remix heck? but uh, yeah. <laughs> i definitely learned the original damn you not know the remix you know what it stands for no 
Fuck condoms, premarital sex is the shit. Get them pregnant, get them pregnant, get them pregnant. I heard, I heard it was something... Uh, good eat and fill, good eat and fill, good yeah, eat and some, fill. Yeah, fast something, Ponderosa, good eat and fill, good eat and fill, good eat and fill. Fast choice, Ponderosa. Yeah. You guys know way more about Fall Troy than I do. I, always, I used to be obsessed with them from uh, Mio Cotillo. <laughs> Washington, is that how you say it? I don't know. Seattle. <laughs> it's outside Seattle. Yeah. Um, I... <laughs> So Joey, you like war all the time. Yeah, I, my note is like really cringy. I wrote this one's sick and poetic. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? You wrote more. that fifteen years ago. <laughs> I wrote that fifteen years ago. <laughs> this one is sick and poetic. <laughs> I'm gonna skip ahead. I had never seen them play this song until. Um, after they got back together, like a couple years ago. Okay. And when they played. Uh, Actually, I don't. I saw them at Wrecking Ball. Was the first time I saw them when they came back, which might have been their like one of their first shows back. Okay. And I don't think they played it there. But then I saw them in New York. They played a free show with uh, Pup and Jeff Rosensack and Whoa, cool. um, that's a good show. And Tony Molina and that band, The Hotelier. What the f- also? Where, yeah. where was that? This is like Governor's Park or some yeah. shit. I think it's called. Was um, it one of the island shows, Governor's Island or whatever? No. No. I forget what it's called. Whatever, like, that show um, some incredible. sort of park uh, and it was brutally hot outside but anyway yeah. they played it then and I was like damn this is awesome but they let out fucking balloon doves at one oh, point God. which was really bizarre secondhand embarrassment a little bit how do you, what they were like balloon in the shape uh, sh- well, shaped them? balloons. I feel like those are really expensive balloons. Could be. And then they like set I, off, I don't know. They the like price. set off like weird smoke streams during another song and stuff. Okay, but they were sick. They weren't balloon animals. They were like. How are they? Like, what are they? I mean, they were I just can't. shaped like fucking doves, dude. I don't know. Stop trying to move on until I get this. <laughs> Did you watch the video for War all the time? That's a little. No, I didn't. Too. I didn't. I think I didn't think they had one. But so it's mostly just a still shot of them playing, maybe like some zooms and stuff like that. But it's like a news broadcast, and it says things such as "Breaking news: Suspicious presence fills suburbs with shadows and whispers." News update: Researchers suggest talk is poison. Special oh report: Special report: Is your family a threat? Report. News update: Surrender by locals anticipated. Like just very kind of like. So they base it on the movie Signs. That sounds like the movie Signs. Sounds like they live. It's pretty extra. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very extra. What year did this come out? This came out in 2003. Oh, three. Only two years after 9-11. <laughs> God damn it. It's, it actually... <laughs> Is that yo, the... <laughs> it, does feel, it does feel very like in the wake of 9-11-y a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I think it's just the name playing tricks on us a little bit. I, I feel like the vibe is kind of like yeah. unsettled in the suburbs kind yeah. of thing too. And I mean, I it's know. also very all very like personal songs, I think, yeah, for him totally. too. So. Yeah. Um, in 2003... Three, it looks like they went on tour with the Deftones. Uh, in 2004, they toured Japan and Australia and New Zealand um, and supported AFI. And then in April, they did the Warp Tour. Well, there, there you go. go. That's huh? not bad. It's a pretty good string of tours. Damn, I would have yeah. went to that AFI Thursday show. Stopped. What was I doing? I can't do that. I just can't get into AFI. I don't know why. I love that. They're fine. That I yo. I know you're not supposed to really like it, but Sing the Sorrow is pretty good. Never could tell some. Yeah. I don't even know. I feel like it's kind of like, you're not a real AFI fan. Yeah, that one's great. I'm not. I don't like them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I think this album's sick. I think there are a couple, like, duds. Um, I think, like, Marches and and Maneuvers. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, there's some that that's I like one of my favorites. There's some I don't yeah. necessarily dislike. I just like my ears turn off. M Shepherd is a really great one. I like M Shepherd. Yeah. What is the M for? The it's somebody's name. Okay. I think. I don't know. Willa yeah, told me the story about it one time, and sure. I forgot. Call her up, or just get another phone. No, call actually, she told me not to call her. So <laughs> when I brought it. Up. Oh really? <laughs> no. I think she was she like, oh, you can call me if you want. Do not fucking call me. Specifically asked. I don't be on your, your little show. Matthew Shepard. Uh, the guy was, from was, Lost? No, was a gay American student Jack. at the University of Wyoming who was beaten, tortured, and left to die near Laramie on the night of October 6, 1998. Shit. That's what the song's about. That's a drag. Yeah. Holy shit. I feel like and, that was a big uh, family of Matthew He Shepherd. was in the hospital... Um, where he died six days later from severe head injuries. Yeah, I feel like I remember that being a pretty big story. Yeah, wow. he was only 21. I was thinking of Matt Fox, by the way, not Matt Shepard. Guy from Lost. Yeah, well, is, isn't Jack Shepard his name? Jack Shepard, yeah. yep. You met, merged them. So do you guys think that this uh, still holds up? Like, if, would yeah, you, if, you heard absolutely. It, if you heard it now, would you like it? Yeah, I still listen to this record. The one thing I think is a little... I could like 
do without a little bit of some of the lyrics. Like I feel like you could almost write a Thursday lyric generator, yeah, yep. and it would spit some of the stuff out. That but overall, sense. I love it. I think yeah. it's great. I still yeah. Really I don't like the the song that is brought to you by a fallen bomb or whatever. You don't like that one? No, that oh. one's uh, fine. Guess we're not seeing eye to eye on this one, Drew. I oh, could drop. I could drop that one. I yeah, yeah, I um, I I still fall into this internal thing where it's always like, do I like this or is it nostalgia? And yeah. it's a constant battle in my head yeah. when I like. But I think this one is a, a real rocker. I think this one ages better than uh, Full Collapse. Huh. I love both records, but I think, I, I think yeah. if, like, if you had asked me like five years ago which one I like more, it would probably be Full Collapse. Seems, but yeah, now yeah. I like There's this a lot more. more neat stuff going on with these songs. I yeah. definitely know Full Collapse better and know like the bigger songs better, but this album might be more cohesive and more like, it's more of a I think that's what it is. statement. It's more of like a thought out record. I think it's like, like a better, I think it's like a better whole record. Yeah, for sure. You know? Mm-hmm. Ooh, here's a question. Do you think any of these songs could be on the Soldier soundtrack? Uh, we're all the time. I mean, we're all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, I feel like the Soldier soundtrack should only be butt rock. <laughs> Maybe for the workforce what? drowning, because that, that song's hard. You should what, play it. What about the intro to Division Strong? I'm going to play that for either the trends. Actually, okay. yeah, the intro for... All right, so coming into the album with for the workforce drowning is awesome. That's such hey, a that great is, way to entry yeah. entry into an album. <laughs> and yes. how, how was it starting the show with that? Dude, I bet it was, that just it was like it off. Ch- it chills yeah. my whole body. Yeah, yeah that's you got cold. I got I was freezing they cold. Turned I, on on, I had to put on a coat. Jesus Christ. Uh, then making my man Then he got too hot and you couldn't get comfortable. Yeah, it was terrible were you under a vent yeah i was in front of a giant pole all were you, night were you at an event you could say <laughs> um how would you guys rate the album i'll give it a I'll give it like an eight i was, just, I was seven and a half did you see any pitchfork or anything like that do you know or uh there's a punk news that gave it an eight also okay there's no pitchfork dude i'd, I'd um, give it a good seven and a half to an eight so spin gave it a four and a half or a four a little under four and a half spin md the spin doctors out of what what they, they do out of five? Okay. Rolling Stone gave it a three out of five. Okay. IGN. International <laughs> Gamer News or yeah, Network or whatever. The Gaming Network gave we it a, a 6.8 out of 10. Oh, we should I love just, that. We can should we? just pitchfork and start doing IGN. This <laughs> one's interesting though. Entertainment <laughs> Weekly, which is like way more mainstream. A minus. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Drowned in Sound. Never heard of that one. Yeah. Two and a half out of five. <laughs> For the workforce drowned in here's sound. A, here's a fun rating. Uh, CMJ new music report <laughs> said it's favorable. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, they said that. <laughs> yeah, they said it. Oh, uh, that's pretty wild. I like I like visiting all these because they all have different rating systems. There's no standard <laughs> across the board of how not, this works. Not coherent. <laughs> um. All right. Well, let's uh, let's do some weird out titles. You guys gonna get weird out titles? I got one. Okay. Yeah. I got S- snore yeah. all the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so like, if you got like. I don't know. Sleep okay. apnea, I guess. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's dangerous. Uh, this one is bore all the mimes. Or it'd be about a mime having the most boring job. You have to try to make them bored. <laughs> is it a concept oh, album? Or that's so in, like intense. But I love it. <laughs> concept album or is it the title track? Uh, it's the title track. Okay, cool. And then uh, <laughs> instead of a sleep in the chapel, a heap of the crapple. <laughs> you thought of that just now I've never been more sure of anything it's written down that's worse it's in my notes (laughs) that's worse Tyler Uh, of of the crap it's just something about a pile of poop I don't know um, I did a Logan's Run one one time, and you guys cringe really bad. So I'm gonna do another one instead of <laughs> stop. Instead of tomorrow I'll be you, it's tomorrow I'll renew. <laughs> <laughs> that actually works though. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then I did one for my DC heads. Uh, instead of between rupture and rapture, it's about Petworth. It's between Upshur and Hampshire. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sure. I don't get that. If there are two streets that are close together. In I, Mike is uh, deleting his notes after he says them. Damn right. That's my method, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I need to keep them. <laughs> I guess not. Go to our patreon we'll sell my notes for three bucks <laughs> I, I keep them around for the show notes sometimes i delete them every time <laughs> yeah after every episode i have them all archive baby joe, joe always texts us look. and he's like hey you guys look, uh, I got a little wine and cheese archives you do uh, i delete mine look at that boom 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 joey all texts good. us and he's like hey do you have anything on bragging. your notes about for like so i can put in the synopsis on the and like you guys are always podcast? like oh i have i forgot all about it what did I we do again you, <laughs> i give you shit every week you Joseph. do actually i have to listen back to these episodes and qc them before <laughs> Put them on the Dropbox. True. Yeah. Uh, whatever. This is the least interesting thing that's ever happened on this podcast. That's uh, not true. Put on signals okay. over the air and we'll talk about the movie. Okay. Yeah.
Hey. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> you said sorry anyway. Sorry. Uh, I made them do it again. What did you watch? Either of you. Mike, you go ahead, man. Okay. I watched uh, House of the Devil again because that movie is pretty perfect. I watched First Reformed, that Ethan Hawke movie. Had you not seen year. it yet? No, I just saw just oh. seen it for the first time. What do you think? It was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it a heavy. Lot. The ending was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, it was like, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, the movie rocks. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, we're going to disagree on this one, but the new Twilight Zone ain't that good. I've, Yo, only, I've only watched the first episode. I've watched it with Mike. I enjoyed it. Ooh. First episode I thought was pretty bad, yeah. and then the second one was like, I didn't watch a second, but I think as I love Kumail, I think he's hilarious. But yeah. this was not. Maybe good. that's why I'm wrapped up in. I just like him so much. He's great. And Jordan Peele usually is. Uh, I love the I love the little host bits though with Jordan a lot. You know, oh, yeah. You yeah. know what really fucked me up for those is the cinematography was really cringy. I, I get that. It it's was like, like a, f- a film student. It was, was like trying a really little, hard. The cinematography was like a little too much sometimes. Yeah, I don't cinematography know. Something alone. Like I like the color palette and stuff, but I yeah. think that like some of the weird close ups. Kind of t- yeah. took me out of it just a little and bit. And the, the dialogue sure. was really forced in some parts for me. Yeah. Um, and then I just did. I, there was one more. Have you guys seen mid nineties yet? Yeah, I saw it in no. the theater. What is that? It's a really <laughs> not Seth Rogen. Uh, jo- Jonah Hill's directorial debut of the skateboarder kid in the mid nineties. Oh no, I actually I heard of that. I'd like to see that. Did you like it, Joey? It was fine. I thought it was really good. Like, really, I, I was surprised how engaged I was the entire time. I, like, I stayed in it. It, was, it wasn't like. It was more just like a little glimpse into their life. It wasn't like very character based. It wasn't like a, yeah. a narrative story. It was just kind of like a day in the life of these people. And uh, I don't know. I really liked it. Yeah. I, look, I look interested. I'll be honest. I'll probably watch it hungover some weekend in April of 2020. <laughs> okay. Mark your calendars, folks. <laughs> Mid 2020s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was cool. Yeah. I liked it. What have you been watching, Tyler? Well, I watched Twilight Zone with you. And uh, when's this uh, episode coming out? May, 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 May. <laughs> <laughs> so it's currently April. Yes. So I got really pumped up for the new Avengers movie coming out. So I watched um, Captain America and the first two Avengers movies recently. Get the myself. first cap? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The OG. Um, I, I love Winter Soldier and Civil War, but I've seen them a bunch. I've only yeah. seen the first cap like twice. So I think Red Skull is cool. Yeah, it's cool as hell. Um, so I'm just getting real hyped up. I mean, I saw Captain Marvel recently, but I might have already said that in an episode we did like a little bit ago. I think sounds, so. Sounds like something you'd do. Yeah. We recorded yeah. this one like not that far after another episode, which was interesting. We usually wait like a full month before we record again. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to remember what I say. Too. Sometimes we queue episodes up. Yeah. Uh-huh. How about you, Joey? Watch anything cool? Um, Other than one episode of Twilight Zone, I watched... Well, I was just in New York for us many weekends, so I watched wrestling. <laughs> I was at the Ring of Honor New Japan uh, night. Any cool matches? Any surprises or anything? Or? Uh, yo, during the fucking... You might remember this if you remember WCW a little bit, mm-hmm. Mike. They, had like a, they opened the show with a battle royal, and the great Muda was in it. Mm, over my head. Sorry, he's like man. an old school Japanese guy, but he's like so old now. Cool. But when he showed up, People the place went, went bonkers. Was big like no. It was not even ex- remotely expected. Beard, yeah. no beard. Uh, he wears a mask now. He used to wear face paint. <laughs> so maybe, Actually, he has like a beard. Maybe, he has like some scruff. Maybe so beard. beard. Sticking out of it. So beard. <laughs> he does the green mist shit. Ooh, that's uh, sick. It was great. And, and top to bottom, the show was awesome. What about bottom to top? on the top pretty good cool <laughs> glad to hear it man yeah it was uh, fun shit speaking of uh, and then I watched Wrestlemania the next night oh sick and it was fine yeah Bret Hart got 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 he got tackled by some guy in a rust firing wig <laughs> it's very strange <laughs> very strange turn of events um, but we're talking soldier here's the first uh, here's the opening quote of the movie um, I feel like you guys will fuck uh, with <laughs> Jesus <laughs> I literally wrote, I hope Mike doesn't play the intro to this one because it's a bunch of crying babies. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. And this gives you the least insight to the movie. You guys kind of killed the pacing by one. You screamed full volume and then you came at me. <laughs> do you want to do, do, do it again? No, I don't. <laughs> Sorry, this guys... movie gets me hyped. Oh, my God. I... Th- I, I 
don't get how much you love him. <laughs> it's not that good. It's sick. I love Kurt Russell. He is my father, and uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I will say I think that my the bar was set really high. Yeah. For this movie, because of Tyler. Because of Tyler. Raised from babies. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here's my so question. So to like harden their was souls I, or whatever, they have to watch I wrong? A, they have to watch yeah. a dog kill a boar yeah. to like make them tough. Your parents didn't make you do that? <laughs> so it, so it jumps. It, it starts in 1996 as year zero, uh, and then the Adam Project is year five, and then Todd at eight years old, then year 12, year 16. Year 17 is when training ends, and they give you a face tattoo. Um, <laughs> but they're just like jumping around in time. Um, Kurt Russell's son, I think, plays him at one point in like, the 12. younger years. Yeah, the yeah, that guy's legit now. He's his an, son's he's an overlord. His son's Wyatt. Do you think he's named after Wyatt Earp because Kurt Russell played Wyatt Earp in Tombstone? I, oh, I fucking hope so. Yo, I bet that's the case. I'm gonna look it up. Look it up, dude. Um, uh, Kurt Russell has to fight a snake at one point, but. He's a smart man because he had someone else put their hand in there. He wasn't actually holding the snake. He had someone else holding it. Snakes are here to do harm. Um, You're blurring the lines between character and actor. I'm sorry. A lot of snake play. And I'll be honest, between character and actor, the line is very thin. I think Kurt Russell is Todd 3465. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, let me just let me blur the line a little more for you. His paycheck for this movie was twenty million dollars, and the film only grossed like fourteen. So yeah, they, so didn't even, they didn't even recoup his paycheck. The studio was on the hook for six million dollars. Wait, what do you have the him. budget as? Uh, I don't know the budget, but he oh, I he had only sixty million. Yeah, he only took the role for his paycheck, the paycheck was twenty, and the movie only made like fourteen. So it's <laughs> one third of the budget was his yeah. salary. Keanu, Keanu Reeves was in talks to be uh, Todd at one point. Yeah, Man, that would have been kind of cool. <laughs> his name's fucking Todd, <laughs> which is like so unintimidating. But and what's the other guy's name? Like Ka- the guy Kane, <laughs> Kane six oh seven. Oh God. But here's a, who would win in a fight solely based off name? Kane six oh seven or Todd <laughs> three four six five. What uh, is it's uh, gotta be Kane? What's Gary Busey's name? Oh, Gary Busey. He is yeah. Can we, we, church. We, yeah, it is, it's church. just yeah, church. It's church. Not Where even you? like. What's funny is like he's a uh, top military officer. It's not like. <laughs> Major or colonel, they just call him church. <laughs> I think <laughs> they, we're they have a title. None of them have titles. And then like Lucius Malfoy is in this movie. Well, so <laughs> he's Jason, the guy with the mustache, Jason Isaacs, the, who the always has. J- have you ever seen Jason Isaacs not play a bad guy? No. Like, he's actually his his title is Colonel in this one, but nobody else gets a title. <laughs> I thought the military you at least address people, but I don't know. I guess I know. I, I was know. never I was never enlisted. I don't know, but. <laughs> I just feel like it's that's wrong. He's dodging the draft people. Plus, he's just like like they really write around like. What are, are we gonna dive what? in? They write around. Like, are we gonna dive in? You screamed full volume a second ago. We're in. <laughs> I got I got a lot about this movie. Oh, we dove. So they they punch f- Kurt Russell to death. Well, they raise these like <laughs> four minutes in. These a sol- child is shot and killed. They yeah. raise these soldiers from birth. And spend seemingly millions and millions. What if he just said all the same thing? Check the tape. (laughs) (laughs) They spend millions of dollars, seemingly, and thirty-eight years, and then this guy brings in new soldiers, and they're just like, "All right, you guys are done." Like, well, why wouldn't you just use both? (laughs) Couldn't you just (laughs) add both special forces? Like, all right, you guys go on this mission. You guys go on this mission. Not all right. Well, you guys are just janitors. Oh, like we can only have twelve or something. There's (laughs) twenty. There's twenty. Twenty. Yeah. But and then where's the rest of the army? And like they don't, they don't have higher ups because like Jason Isaacs just brings these guys in and he's like, all right, you're you guys are just trash. Now. You're raising concerns of shit that like I don't even remember what. Ha- like I just I just like I was like, what uh, what's there what's are real here? things I have worries about with this movie. <laughs> I did like the opening like kind of montage of them just like Training. going through all the battles, but like they're in spacesuits they're on this planet they're a part of this thing but it's all just like a side view the whole time they're just like mowing people down it seems like in every time like jump the guy whoever's on the right dies (laughs) like what one of the soldiers whoever's on the outside he always gets shot it's funny because i feel like even though when they show them as adults lined up like they're all there yeah did, yeah, did they're he all back. Get, he got shot and he was just fine. He's fine. But it's also funny because like... I don't know if I watch this movie very intently. You guys are like oh, in it. Yeah, I, I watched it pretty intently. I'm very aware of what's happening what in this. I actually... <laughs> I I fell asleep with like 30 minutes left. Fuck you. I woke up at 1 a.m. and finished it. And then I right. went back to bed. Thank woke you. back up at like 5.30 to go to work. Thank yeah. you. Um, well, it's and funny you also when they, work in space. 
So they're doing the yes. side scroller movie battle thing. It's funny because like they're go like they're special forces, and all they're doing for battles is literally just marching in line across the battlefield, shooting people. How's no one else shooting them back? It just Mike, doesn't make sense. <laughs> Sorry, Mike's notes are called Joey podcast notes we for some reason. <laughs> we didn't have a title for the podcast yet when I made this Google Doc. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it was just called Joey Podcast Notes. <laughs> That's my name. That's it's your name. It's creepy. I can change it to Tyler Joey Podcast Wine and Cheese Notes now if you want. Don't involve me. I don't think I'm actually in for this yet. <laughs> it took 28 <laughs> minutes for Kurt Russell to say anything but the word sir. <laughs> say anything. Two weeks. Yeah, you know why? Because he's a great soldier. Uh, I think also in a couple weeks we're going to be seeing a little more of Gary Busey and uh, uh, Keanu. Oh, we yeah. will. We will. We will. Just nod your heads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why well, does it matter if I nod my head? People can't see that. <laughs> yeah. Do you keep forgetting that we're talking to people listening? <laughs> no, no one listens. <laughs> we get four people, and that's good. That's cool with me, honestly. It's pretty good. There's just as much punching in this movie as there is shooting in the quo. <laughs> okay, I I have a legit a legitimate <laughs> question. Is the plot of this movie the plot of another movie that I cannot remember? Yeah, there's like one super soldier goes to a trash planet and then like yep. comes back and there's something a bunch of model spaceships. Or like befriends the natives of the planet. Yeah. What is this? It's uh actually let me just check real quick. Species. It's like kind of waterworldy. It's kind of No, it's a uh, no escape. Is they, that for real? They share almost exactly the same plot as No Escape. And No Escape's 1994. What's No Escape? Who's in that? Stars Ray Liotta. Real is it? I don't think I've ever A seen soldier that. convicted for murdering his commanding officer is dumped and left to die on a prison island inhabited by two camps of convicts. He befriends the one camp and they fight like the others and he gets out. Wow. All right. I don't think I've seen that, but sure. I think it also yeah. just kind of like is similar to a lot of stuff too. Yeah. Oh, except it's its own amazing thing. <laughs> it takes place in the Blade Runner universe. It, uh, yeah. Sure. We haven't talked about that, right? <laughs> no. So the, Tyler just got a fucking... Uh, Paul, Paul W.S. Anderson. <laughs> He's got a bonnet. It was what, the producer creator of Blade Runner and the uh, screenplay writer. They This was supposed to take place between the two Blade Runner movies. It's in the same universe. They established that. Um, and it was said, a marathon all three. It was, it was Paul W.S. Anderson that said, if Kurt Russell's Todd 3465 went to Earth, that yes, he would indeed be able to meet Agent Decker. All right, fuck, Mary kill. Paul Thomas Anderson, Paul D... Uh, W.S. Anderson. Anderson. And then Wes Anderson. <laughs> and, and then... Uh, I'm what's gonna, David Letterman's band guy's name? Oh, uh, Paul Schrader. <laughs> I was going to say Leave Schreiber. <laughs> name people at this point. Uh, name, an, uh, name an actor. Uh, the, wimpy, the wimpy snake in Soldier. <laughs> the snake was weird. The wimpy ass snake. Yeah, so I, at first I thought like those were... killed with like a weak ass boot shot from the kid. Yeah. They're so, so small. Well, at first I thought those were just like those random like... Uh, what are they called? Like garter, garter snakes or whatever? Garden snakes. Garden. Is that what it's called? Garden? Isn't it garden? I thought it was garter. Because you find them in the garden? I believe it's garter. G-A-T-E-R. I think it's garter. Garter snake. Because <laughs> you garden. find them in the garden. So I thought it was those, <laughs> but there are different species that are actually highly poisonous. So... Huh. They had <laughs> in the trivia, they're like, they sewed their mouths shut so they couldn't bite Oh, people. I saw that. Yeah, you're right. But I thought the whole time it was like those, those like really, even since I was just little. Just like basic ass snakes. Yeah, I thought they were like yeah. those ones that don't actually do anything to you. I was like, why yeah. wouldn't they just use the ones that don't hurt you for the filming? <laughs> True. that's way better for insurance. It's like way better to not put one of those in front of a child. <laughs> or why don't they just have a snake that looks intimidating? I don't know. Yeah. Like there's, also, a, there's a lot of non-poisonous snakes you could use, but they chose yeah. ones that are highly poisonous to use. In the are they movie. venomous or poisonous? Is there a difference? Oh, yeah. Actually, you're right. Venomous. So if it bites you and you die, it's venomous. If you eat it and you die, it's poisonous. Oh, really? True. Yeah. Okay. Um, Who's checking that? There's a scene that I really... Science. <laughs> Generally just science. There's a scene that I really liked where they rocketed a woman to Kingdom Come, <laughs> like at close range. You remember that? To Kingdom that was Come. bananas. The, phys- the physics in this are amazing because it hits her and then she just sh- shoots back like yeah, a rocket. Yeah. If you got hit she by a flies. rocket, you would just explode. It, right, I thought yeah. it would go through you. Yeah, your body would just disintegrate. It would just propel there also, you. <laughs> there was also how strong is her core? <laughs> there was such bad like 
uh, and like like stunts sounds sound effects like yeah. some of the action scenes were really bad in this. I thought. like just, just like, like the can like, like punch sounds and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and like very little score to make it feel more intense at certain yeah. points. You little bitches, I will <laughs> fuck you up. Okay, you know what? I'll come back. I'll come back. Kurt Russell at one point uses both hands and makes a weird double fist and punches someone. That's like, like a like big old hammer punch. Yeah, from Love like <laughs> from like the 1950s. On a, like, I feel like you'd see that on like Broadway in the 50s. And <laughs> punch, but he well, like knocked that dude out. Yeah, sorry it lifts Kane 607 off his feet. It worked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I definitely spaced out for a while, but I woke up, not woke up, but like came to at the point where Karras was just taking out people. Yo, like a Team America I have style. a question about the end. I don't mm. want to jump ahead too much, but you're good. Did the kid's mom die? No. Yo, also... At the end, Todd is just holding the boy. Well, no. He, uh, it's just because the boy is really comfortable around Todd now. Because uh, he knows Because they he, don't really show her at the very end, do they? She's, um, she's in like the cabin taking care of people because like, oh, a lot of them okay. are injured. Also, that's the mom is Connie Nielsen. She is a babe in this. What is? Uh, what else is she from? Um, so she's in Gladiator. She's the wife... She dies. So is there a Mrs. Gladiator? <laughs> uh, she's in One Hour Photo, the creepy Robin Williams uh, movie. Yeah. Where he like paints himself in the wall. Uh, she's in Wonder Woman. She plays Wonder Woman's, uh, I think, mom. Okay. Uh, and she, like, even now she's like... She aged. looks pretty good. She looks, looks great now. She yeah. looks incredible. She is a certified attractive person. Sick. <laughs> good for you, Connie Nielsen, if you're listening to this podcast. I'm sure you are. <laughs> Yo, but back to him and the kid... He's just gonna be like a fucking military dad, and that kid's gonna like, G, like PTSD much. That kid's gonna be so maladjusted. Yeah. <laughs> no one said he's gonna raise the kid. I feel like he is. I feel like that's implied. I don't know. Yeah, I think that. I think actually, with the opposite, where the, the kid is teaching him to soften up and how to be like real. Yeah, person. I mean that's that's definitely like a, a theme. But which would have been cool to see online. Oh, okay, it, they were planning a sequel to this movie had it done well, but it didn't, so they stopped. So you're saying the kid's gonna raise Kurt Russell? Yes. Okay. Also, that was the the, the child was played by twins. What like, for real? Yeah, it's Damn. like a Zach and Cody situation. What's it with like kids that can't pull their weight? You know, they, they, they always need their twin. Yeah, well, it's got to split that paycheck. They always need their twin to back them up. Actually, it, I think a lot of that is filming hours. Filming hours. Yeah, yeah. allowed to film like four hours a day as a child actor or something like that. Yeah, yeah, so but it's within a certain time frame too. So it's not like you're getting <laughs> one kid to film during the day and one at night. They you're might. saying in just in four hour blocks. Yeah, yeah, I guess that makes. Sense. I think because they have to go, they have to go to school for a couple hour days. Yeah, a couple hours yeah. Do, yeah. It, it, it's it's a, absolutely just that reason they can film twice as long if they have twins. Um, there if, were a couple things that I thought of throughout the movie that reminded me of like other movies. The gas mask scene of the police state killing innocent civilians reminded me of like the crazies. Um, there was the, a scene when they were calling the men obsolete. It reminded me of like the Twilight Zone. The trash compactor is very Star Wars. Okay. Then there it's were not some a, scenes. There was like it's a, not a trash. There's compactor. no trash it's compactor. A tra- it's a trash funnel. It's I just guess. A, it, the door opens on the bottom of the <laughs> spaceship and trash falls out. It doesn't compact. <laughs> they kept doing the sleepaway camp. Like, oh, it's you. And so, like, when yeah. it was him. And then uh, at one point, someone says, "Like, I thought you were dead." Which Classic. is like Escape from New York. Oh yeah, Kurt Russell. Oh yeah, true. they do a lot of throwbacks to yeah. his previous movies and there's other like really long, other like science fiction movies. There's like a super long list. But most importantly, we're not going to talk about Michael Chiklis as Jimmy, <laughs> the guy from the <laughs> he Shield. He almost murders Jimmy over a scarf. Did Michael Chiklis knit that? I think he did. Well, IRL. So there's a very piebald, uh, raggedy scarf that I think Michael Chiklis's character knits. <laughs> tries to give it to Todd, and Todd almost strangles him to death. Because <laughs> fuck scars. <laughs> there's I mean, a Kurt uh, Russell's 37 when he filmed this. Like he should be ready to wear a scarf. You should by 37. Yeah. You should be ready. Yeah, to wear but a scarf. at 37, everyone, if you're not going to watch the movie, please look at the pictures. His body is so sick off air you mentioned you wish this took place in the captain ron universe but there's a captain ron reference there is did you read that yeah it's like all the uh all right cool <laughs> like <laughs> he gets a captain ron award say yes or no, yeah it's like a okay. captain it's called the uh i think it's literally called captain ron trophy yeah or something, something that, yeah, yeah. it's one of the awards he receives for battle there's like, a backdraft reference oh, yeah god <laughs> Yeah, this movie could have been called Pilot because at the end he's a spaceship. He drives, flies a spaceship. He does. So here's the thing: uh, we're gonna need help, everyone. Joey and Mike have already completely agreed and backed this 100. percent Kurt Russell's 5'11. I'm 5'11. If they <laughs> recreate or do a sequel to this movie, I will play Todd three four six five. Okay. Okay. We basically have the same body. Yep. 
We need Confirmed. to do a, we need to do a GoFundMe because I'm going full method. I'm not going to wear a wig. <laughs> I'm going to get hair plugs. <laughs> it's going to be very expensive. Yeah, and then I'll get cast. True. So Perfect. You, uh, they both already agreed to this. And you'll ahead get of time. Todd tattooed on your face for real. Yes. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. real. Yes. Do you guys agree with the theory that he's killed in the beginning and he's a ghost that's just haunting everybody? No. Actually, tell you what. Do you believe in ghosts? No. If you want to hear our Patreon episode for Cinepunks, I will get them to create a tier in which if you donate so much, not only do you get the episode, you get you uh, directly contribute to the face tattoo that Tyler will get. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I think you're dissuading people. <laughs> Can I tell you guys a ghost story real quick? Yeah. I was trying to lead into that. Um, so I no, got off the I don't bus. Wanna, I'm going to take my in, headphones off. I was in like middle school, maybe like early high school, like ninth or 10th grade. And I was getting off the bus and it was like a block or two to my house. And there was this big old house. I fucking hate you. This is my ghost story. I knew it immediately. I, was, I wanted to see how long it would take. Did I you write this I have down? it all typed down. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. And I, and, uh, and like there was nothing else around it, but it was kind of boarded up, maybe like two or three stories. Um, but the top story wasn't really completely boarded up. I think I told um, this on a really early episode. I think it was the Armor for Sleep episode. <laughs> it definitely it was. makes sense. Um, yeah. Anyways, the top story wasn't boarded up. So I look up at the top story and like I could almost just like, I, like I shit, you know, there was like a, a little girl in a blue dress and it was like broad daylight. So like we made eye contact. She looked at me and then just walked away from With the window. Just like the lady in the blue dress. And it spooked me so bad. I just ran right home. I didn't run home for the record. I don't even think I said that. You might have. Mm. I, those are cliff notes. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe in ghosts. It's pretty verbatim up until that point. <laughs> Just to be clear, I don't believe in like anything. So I believe in ghosts for sure. <laughs> no. Anything. No. Yeah. Um. Anyways, this. I think this movie, if it were a little more like, if it took the Blade Runner route a little more and were a little more sci-fi, I think I probably would have liked it a little more. Yeah. So he. So he wanted to. Um, uh, so his whole idea was like the Blade Runner universe kind of like really large scale outside he wanted live action sets huge open cinematography then uh, El Nino uh, uh, so Kurt Russell <laughs> Kurt Russell broke his ankle and then like Kurt Russell El Nino now <laughs> sorry I'm trying to I'm trying to get my thoughts in order so Kurt Russell had to work El out El Nino happened Kurt Russell had to work out for 18 months to get in shape for this because he convinced uh, the creator is like, I need to be in this awesome, sexy body. <laughs> uh, they're like, sure. That. So then he finished that, and then by the time it's time for them to film, El Nino's happening. They can't go outside. <laughs> no, there's literally there's literally trivia that says, "Sorry, El Nino, you can't be you can't El be Nino on set tra- today." El Nino trashes the outside, so they have to go in and film in the inside the studio, which ruins the entire perspective. So huh. the ins- the entirety of it was supposed to be a much larger ep- like space epic, and they couldn't do it. Damn, well, that's a drag. Because the effects. Thanks a lot, El Nino. They literally attribute El Nino to why they couldn't film outside. I don't know why you guys are <laughs> fucking that up. Because you're calling Kurt Russell El Nino. I'm picturing him wrecking up the set. He's not El Nino. <laughs> uh, it sucks that the effects ended up looking like fucking Gilligan's Island. It looked they looked pretty bad. What effects? All of them. There were no effects. There were definitely model spaceships and bad explosions. That was real to me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh boy. Um, how if you you're listen? if you're listening to this, look up the poster for this movie, Soldier, and then look up the poster for Executive Decision, Escape from L.A., and Breakdown. Throw this in the Dropbox. We'll post it. I'll put, we'll post it, actually. So you only have to look it up. Uh, they all look the same, and they all have Kurt Russell. Just follow us on Instagram, and you'll see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. White and Cheese Pod. Cast. Um, the director of this movie did Mortal Kombat, Event Horizon, Resident Evil 1, and the- then some of the later sequels. Uh, that, Alien versus Predator. That and all, all the, checks out. And all mm-hmm. the Death Race remakes. And he's married to Mia Jovovich. No wow. way. What's, yeah. what's fun is they were going to start filming this. And then Kurt Russell did the whole I want to work out for 18 months thing. So they filmed <laughs> Event Horizon while he got in shape for this movie. That was like an in-between thing. That's pretty wild. Great. And if you look, there is a piece of, I think it's the spaceship from Event Horizon that's in one of the background scenes uh, of this. Is that before or after he tripped on a cabbage and broke his ankle? Yeah, so the first week of filming... Did he really trip on a cabbage? There's a fake cabbage uh, in the gardening scene. Uh, Kurt Russell tripped, <laughs> broke his ankle, first week of filming. So they had to like shoot his laying scenes, then his sitting scenes, then his standing scenes, and finally any scene where he's actually wa- walking and running, they do last. Damn. Wow. <laughs> Love it. I just, a- I just thought of a pairing. Can we do like Bloodsport and like the Blood Brothers? Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> 
Sorry, that was way off topic, but it just popped <laughs> in my head. That could be a good one. I um, love the blood sport too. It's going to piss me off because people are going to treat it like a joke and it's real to me. <laughs> I love that movie wholeheartedly. They do, they kick for like three minutes straight in that one scene. It's beautiful. Yeah, just kumite. <laughs> um, how do you guys rate the movie? Eight. Out of? Ten. Damn, that's pretty high. I love this movie. Joy, what do you think? I think you're like a five. Okay. Fuck I'm, off. I'm trying to find it. <laughs> I on, liked uh, it. Rotten that doesn't sound like it. I liked it. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 12 <laughs> out of 100. That's where your issue needs to be right That's there. That's pretty bad. The world's a strange place. <laughs> <laughs> and you're no longer afraid to die. <laughs> uh, I think I gave it like a 4, yeah. I didn't love it. Sorry. <clears throat> I thought it was going to be more ridiculous. I thought it was going to be like <laughs> better. <laughs> what can be better than this? <laughs> I don't know. Should I read some tags? Yeah, some, some IMDb tags. Let's play. Read those tags. <laughs> Let's make no, a we're not calling it that. <laughs> All right, so read the tag, like the you're doing the plot keywords. Yeah, and then I'm gonna click the first one, then you guys guess. Okay, the okay. highest rated one on that. Perfect. Eating fast. Heavyweights. The number two movie. This is number one for eating <laughs> fast. The number two movie is Pepto Bismol, The Captain and the Kids, 1968 video. This is not number one for eating fast. This is number Soldier one for fast. is sure. number one for eating fast. Pretty sure. That's insane. Uh, time bomb, minigun, mercilessness, disfigurement, yeah. rebellion, super strength, abandoned airplane, child in peril, exploding bus, space western, wedding pants, wet pants, <laughs> wedding pants. <laughs> o positive blood type, performance enhancing drugs. O positive blood type. How extreme close up, exploding pants, or sorry, exploding planet, <laughs> and die hard scenario. All right. So the um for I the. The web page IMDb. The top keyword is time bomb. Mm-hmm. What do you think the top movie for time bomb is? Um, probably like one of the gold night, like one of the like die movies. Hard. One of one of the James Bond movies. It is the Dark Knight. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, want to see a trick? All right, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna scroll down really far, and I'm gonna do <laughs> Dust Storm. Um, number one for Dust Storm is uh, what's that movie called? Where Beetlejuice, black and white to color for the first time. It is Wizard, Inter- Wizard of Oz, Interstellar. Oh, oh my god! So I guess it just goes by highest rated movie. Probably, yeah. That. That's higher rated than the Wizard of Oz. Uh, martial arts. Let's see what we have here. Drunken and the Master. Dragon. <laughs> no. Shaq oh, hold on, hold on, Shaq hold on. There's got it's probably Dark Knight again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like the number one movie on IMDb. I think. <laughs> Strangely closer to the Dark Knight than what you said before. Equilibrium. Captain Marvel. (laughs) That's just a current movie. Yeah. We're uh, we're we're moving past this. We'll do more next week. I like this. I like this. We're gonna gonna play this game. Yeah. Um I found us uh we technically weren't in it. We were murdered as soldiers because we had flat feet and like scoliosis and shit and couldn't make it through basic training. <laughs> so they killed us off. Oh, I thought you were gonna say we were the three soldiers that died when right, they the, fought him in the chains. Didn't even make it that far. We Oof. had scoliosis and shit. We I was gonna murdered. say right in the front when he's like slits the guy's throat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be me. And <laughs> be like, oh this is this. Tyler's sec- watch that and just goes, Me. <laughs> like, That'd be the sexiest thing I've ever me done. AF. Can this please be me? Me AF. <laughs> Let's do a segment called Tasty Notes. Let's do it. Let's do a segment called Me AF. Me. <laughs> so I said that uh, you just eat like dirt and ashes and moldy ass drinking water. <laughs> and in the spirit of Tyler, we'll eat some like chicken in the spirit of Thursday's morning dove. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Um, I s- I well, ba- based on the movie, uh, the only thing I've seen them eat one time, it looked like hog feed. <laughs> So I said hog feed. What a disgusting turn of phrase. <laughs> and then I just, based on what I've ever seen about like Vietnam, is just they would eat MRIs, freeze-dried pudding, and cigarettes. MRIs? MREs. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's like, what does that mean? Cigarettes. MREs, freeze-dried pudding, and cigarettes. What's an MRE? It's one of those, um, those... <laughs> Things that don't expire, they come in like those packs you have to like oh. pop open that are like the soldiers always get them in their bags. Yikes. I didn't go to Vietnam. I'm not totally sure. I didn't go to Vietnam school. <laughs> Leave me alone. I haven't been there. Uh, I don't have any. That's fine. <laughs> I was trying to think of like something that's universally eaten on Thursdays. 
but I got nothing. I mean, on Fridays in Lent, you can't eat meat, <laughs> so you probably want to eat your meat so that you can't because you can't eat the next Oh, yeah, day. like a shitload of meat. Hog, <laughs> like at the last minute. Hog feed. This <laughs> a ton Perfect. of last minute hog feed. Get your, get your hog feed. <laughs> you know that classic Thursday meal. <laughs> <laughs> We've all done it. <laughs> Don't act like you've never Now eaten it's coming to a store by you. A shit ton of meat. Don't act like you've been eating meat up until like 11.59 p.m. on a Thursday. Your wine and cheese brand <laughs> hog feed. <laughs> All right. Did you guys get any for this one? This one was hard. Dude, I did not because no one fucking talks in yep. Soldier. Yes. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> um, I'm not answering the phone. Let it ring. It's Thursday. Since this song brought to you by Falling Bomb. <laughs> uh, you didn't get any, Tyler? I have, yeah, I have three. Okay, cool. We'll just trade off. And Someday we'll be complete like modern saints. Soldier. No. Thursday. That's definitely Thursday. That's Thursday. Yeah, I just I think a knee jerk assumed that all of his would be from Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I love this fucking movie. <laughs> um, just nothing. Uh, this one's just nothing. You, you guys are gonna get this one right away. Just numbers on the resume stored in the mainframe marked for delete. Thursday. Movie. Thursday. <laughs> okay. Um, I think we have to assume that the missing men are down. <laughs> Soldier movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes brave it means that even when you're scared you control your emotions movie, you make fear movie, be really movie. small and tiny <laughs> fuck alright this one I think this was the hardest one it's gonna be a joke for the record <laughs> I'm going to kill them all sir <laughs> I believe Jeff Rickley says that in uh, marches and maneuvers <laughs> alright but that is the coolest fucking line in the movie <laughs> what are you gonna do I'm going to kill them all sir I don't know. <laughs> True. Pretty bad. And guess what? He does. A, oh my god! I had a pretty cool. If we line. haven't made it clear. He does do that. <laughs> yeah, he he does. I had a pretty cool line typed out in all caps, and then I deleted it because of my process. <laughs> so if I had like a photographic memory, I could remember what it said. But you could just hit undo a bunch. No, that'd be a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of ways to say that you just don't remember something. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, how do you guys feel about presidential candidate Andrew Yang? I want to talk about him a little bit. I was on I was on board. I don't know who that is. Me neither. He's running on like uh I think it's like UBI universal uh income stuff, universal basic income. He's going to give everyone 1000 bucks a month. He believes that uh that like machines are going to take our jobs. Like 30% of the jobs in like 10 years will be taken by AI. So he's like trying Ooh. to make all the major corporations that are responsible for that pay into it. And I was like on board with all that he was saying. And then he came out and he was like, oh, and also I'm anti-circumcision. I was like, why is that the platform you're running on like right from the get-go? He's just like... Why is that a caveat? I don't know. Why do you bust that out at the beginning? What does that have to do with... You saved that. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like reading interviews and stuff with him and I was like, damn, this guy's competent. He's like a tech bro from San Francisco. And I was like, all right, strike against him. But I was like, he had me. And now he's... I feel like he's just like a joke now. I feel like he's just just doing weird shit. So sounds, I don't know. Sounds like a joke. So it's, he's got my vote. <laughs> it's a hard, it's a hard platform because you have to. Uh, it, it's hard to make sense of meeting that position because it has. It takes a lot of logic and actual like planning to get to that point. Yeah, and I think if you want to run for president, you shouldn't be allowed to run for president. You're a crazy person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a total um, Joseph Heller catch twenty two kind of thing. Heller high water the melon. <laughs> Heller yep. high water melon. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and I oh, we didn't talk about. Uh, there is one song in Soldier that is actually gorgeous. Do you not remember that song by Lorena McKennett, Mm-mm. "Night Ride Across the Caucasus"? <laughs> can, we, no. can you edit and throw that in the middle? I can look it up on the internet. What's it called? Midnight. Here, across I, I'll, the... I'll play it right now. Well, I can just play it from my computer in our headphones. Lorena. L O R E E N A M C K E N N I T T Night Ride Across the Caucasus. And what's your Wi Fi password? <laughs> <laughs> Almost had him. Yeah, this song's gorgeous. It's like like I'm riding a horse. You should look at the video. It's a person riding a horse. <laughs> oh, and, whoa. But I, I like watched this movie again and I like listened to that and I was like, wow, I would like that. And then I listened to the whole thing. And I'm like, this is very pretty <laughs> it's crazy you're not wrong it's definitely crazy and if you had to guess where she's from where do you think um the united states of america 
Oklahoma. Canada. That was, that was close. Interesting. She, she uses a lot of Celtic mixed with Middle Eastern elements in her songs. Oklahoma. I hear the I hear the Middle East element. Oklahoma is just a landlocked her, Canada. Her, her singing's very Celtic. Yeah. Why are we doing this again? Uh, I, it was just weird that it was a we- <laughs> weird place for like a song this pretty to be in the middle of the movie Soldier. I guess it makes sense. I don't know. It's uh, it runs like it would be in a war scene. It reminds me of like war. Uh, uh, well, if anyone's out there, go listen to Lorena McKenna because she is a very very pretty musician for sure. Um, you should also check out. I've got a super chunk, super heaven, super crush, super drag playlist that I'll share. I'm pretty proud of it. It's all just super bands. Yeah. Just gassing myself up a little bit That's here. Cool. I like it. <laughs> okay. Things turn out pretty good. Do it. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, we're done. Yeah, we'll uh, hit, you, hit you next week. <laughs> we're gonna do the pairing of uh, Geppetto, which was a made-for-TV movie from the wonderful world of Disney in the year 2000, and uh, starring a WWE Hall of Famer. <laughs> And you'll listen to me bring up this episode as if it's in the future. <laughs> <laughs> and the album we're doing is uh, an AP.net Hall of Famer Say Anything is a Real Boy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, strap in. Thank you to Cinepunks.com. Not .net. That's a different one. Uh, <laughs> it's a different Cinepunks. <laughs> it's a different site altogether. Um, so go there, check them out, check out the other podcasts, check out Lehigh Valley Apparel Creations. I can never say the whole thing, right? Should we shut uh, them up up front one of these episodes? Yeah, we should yeah. So right, maybe do, do that, that once in a while. Yeah. XLVACX.com for all your screen printing needs.